Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Well, we're back, Lugo. Uh, man, I, I've been thinking about uh, this topic uh, all week long about because uh, I, I was kind of a, a prophet there when I said what I, that you were energy, very inspired. Yes. I, I, yeah, I, I inspired myself. You know, and sometimes you got to do that because no, <laughs> no one else listens to me. Uh, <laughs> well, so, we are in here, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Let's hope so. Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Keep it. Keep it on. But uh, uh, good to see you again. It's always good to see you. How's the weather down there, Likewise, man? We, last uh, last week we didn't give a weather report, so <laughs> is it, uh, <laughs> weather report over is here is raining. Yet? Raining? Yeah, it's raining. Yeah, man. We've had yeah. a lot of rain. It's been really weird. I, I'm starting to think I need to build an ark here pretty soon, but um, <laughs> we're not used to it. The good thing is that we're glad for it because, mm. uh, uh, especially where I live, Lugo, and you know where I live, in the the trees and all that. But uh, we're susceptible to fires, bad fires out here. And, you know, we got a lot of trees and all kinds of brush and everything. So if we don't have a, plenty of moisture, it dries up. And with all due respect, it, it's not unusual for people to throw out the, their cigarette butts and it starts a fire, you know, going down the street, going down the highway, which is very disrespectful in my view. But nonetheless, it happens. So uh, so mm-hmm. we're glad for, for the weather, for um, any kind of rain. But we'd like to see some sunshine sometime this year, and maybe we will <laughs> soon. So uh, anyway, uh, uh, and you've gotten some rain too. But uh, now Texas is often dry most of the mm. time, isn't it? No, at you least know. in this side of the town, yeah, this side side of Texas, you know, south central, and normally dry. Uh, but but we have been blessed with uh, with rain, so that's good. We're yeah. we're, we're we're happy about that. Good. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Well, and again, we, we were talking about uh, how to lead peers, which, yeah, it's, it can be tough. And, and uh, like I said, I think, and I think maybe we agreed, depending on the culture, if you have a strong team-centered culture, not as tough, but still you have those, that conflict that we're people. You know, we, and, and we've been told that we should be leaders. So everybody wants to be a leader. But, you know, uh, I always led, always in my life, mm-hmm. always. Uh, there were times, in, uh, especially in, in the military, when I wished I was fo- following instead of leading. You know, and, and, and I know you were in positions too that you had to, not that you made the decisions necessarily because we're enlisted people, but we had to recommend to the commander what to do, and it was not a good thing. You know, it was going to affect the family negatively. You know, and I'm talking about throwing people out and stuff like that. Well, you know, if you're not cutting it, we got to do what we got to do. And as leaders, that's what we got to do. So, well, uh, I would defer, right? Because uh, obviously, because uh, it could be a, a presumption that uh, obviously, as at least a leader, that you don't make decisions, right? And uh, and we do. Uh, there's a lot of problem solving that comes in place. We we tend to look at the the commander's uh, intent and based on that execute right uh, take that and decrypt what that means in terms of plans actions or roadmap 
And then we have to lead organizations to go through many different things. Uh, you have, and especially now, you have uh, uh, enlisted airmen doing all kinds of different things that you used to not see ever. You know, so this was, you know, a lot of people, they have this conception about uh, uh, the leadership as something that we had during World War II. And it, it because that's what you see in the movies, and it just doesn't work that way. There's yeah. uh, there's definitely a team, and that's the reason why people in certain positions are handpicked. Uh, we have processes, right, that put people in places because we know that these people, especially in leaders and organizations, you have a a top civilian, a top officer, and a top enlisted. And each one of them have roles, and they are you know, uh, delegated authority to do different things, you know, in, in our case, right, even the Uniform Code of Military Justice, you know, our, our legal system allows, you know, gives NCOs authority to do different things. And so we make decisions within our own, you know, levels of of, uh, of authority. I mean, think about you when you were the commandant of the NCO, of an NCO Academy, when you were command senior enlisted, the same thing. You know, but but we just don't go off the tribe, as people say, and just do whatever we want. I don't think there's yeah. anyone out there who does that. Right. And, and especially uh, and, and also now working with corporations and, uh, you know, even I, you know, I could say that I am my own boss, but no, I'm not. You know, I always have a boss. You know, we always have a, a, a group of stakeholders in order that we got to, you know, report uh, results. Yeah, uh, but uh, but it's important still, nevertheless, to understand where you are, which was our po our our point last time, right? We are always in the middle, and yeah. then based on where we are, then we look at the world in different play in a different way, and we have to have the team around us to give us three a three sixty, uh, three hundred sixty degree view of how that world looks like because we have blind spots. So then we can be effective, and uh, and I know that last time we were talking about peer to peer. Uh, leadership, which is something we want to continue talking about today. Uh, the point is, as you mentioned, that we depend on that team and you talk about team culture. And so in regards to that peer-to-peer -peer interaction uh, leading, that's a point where when conflict arises, where the person who is delegated the authority or the person who wants to lead Right, its peers can capitalize on that. Hey, this is the culture we've had. Uh, we got to get the job done, and uh, we're going to base the way we move forward on that same concept. That together we can accomplish a lot more than if we all can do it. So all of us have the vested interest, yeah. and that's one way, obviously, to make people feel at ease as we move forward, regardless, it's just like that uh, old saying, you know, imagine how much you can accomplish if you would not care who takes the credit. Right. Yep. And you're right. I think that's a culture that you, you, you gotta constantly cultivate and, and hope. Sometimes it's just hope that everybody buys into because, you know, if as, all it takes is one dissenter and the whole team's going to go fall apart. You know, and, and that's the one sometimes as a leader, you want to find that person and help him or her understand that they, too, are a leader, given a, a specific uh, a reason or uh, mission or conflict or, or situation. So uh, that that's not always easy. And and I think, Google, you know, you were talking about goals and the goals or the roles, I'm sorry, roles, 
that we all play in achieving those futures that we talk about, that you and I talk about in developing. And we've, we've said this several times that we, we want the whole team to be part of this development of these futures. And if we can get to that point, and the more that we get to that point, then we don't have to, because it becomes emotional. I think that's the, the when it becomes a problem. That's when it's tough. When it's like me and you, let's fight. But when we're thinking we've got a mission to accomplish, and we sat down, we figured out this is our, our uh, these are the three or four uh, perspective futures, and this is my role in it. I think now you don't have to worry about I'm going to fight you because I don't even know what my role is. There is a specific role, and uh, I don't know. Does that does that make a little bit of sense? Well, I think that uh, people in the organization, right? Uh, everybody thinks differently. Uh, I, I think that what you mentioned in there is a good conversation to have with a team. Uh, when we're talking peer-to-peer -peer leaders is to uh, to have a conversation about what kind because the future is inevitable. It's going to happen. Uh, and I would say the futures, because every, you know, there's all kinds of different things that are different. But then us as a team will have to have a conversation as to what is going to be our preferred future? And then what are we going to do together to get there? And if we don't, these are the consequences. That's one thing. But then the other part of us uh, that whoever is a facilitator of this team or somebody in that team uh, had to realize that because every single one of us think differently, which is maybe good or bad, it just depends on the, we need to have the right thinking for the right place so we can you know, lead the future. But uh, some people think events, right? And so those people in the organization tend to behave erratically, constantly. You know, it's 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 they they this is the headline, the headline mentality. Every time something happens, you know, the person, oh, did you see this? You know, uh, just uh, yeah, chicken little. People say that the sky is falling, and, and so that's and so you you somebody the whole team gotta have a. Uh, I guess a collective conscience to be able to see that and being able to shape it. Then the other, there's other people that think patterns. If people are a little more analytical and they look at the event over time and they say, okay, uh, these things are forming a trend line and this trend line is leading us here or there and being able to analyze. Uh, and so they see a little more of the world, but not, but they, they, they deal with, you know what? We have solved this problem in the past, but you know this thing, uh, this work is futile because it's going to continue to happen again. We have done this in the past, and those are people who think that way. And some of the groups and that people on that team may think, okay, well, we could, we know how it looks. Maybe we we can prevent this from happening in the future. But as the team moves forward, some of these team members have seen that, have been involved in that type of process, and they feel that. Although they have gone through the same level of thinking, they were not able to change the future. They, they, the outcome is going to happen. And then you have the other, the last group of people. They examine structures, right? They can see, okay, this is connected to, okay, the reason I am doing this is, or the reason why this output is happening is because this is connected to this, this is connected to this, this is connected to this. How do I know? Well, because every time I make a change, 
uh, I see the product, the product that I that I want or the outcome that I want, but then all of a sudden it begins to morph into what we had before. And so they have a a sense, an intuition for a system structure that is controlling things. And so now I'm not saying that one is bad and the other. Obviously, uh, some linear thinking is necessary at time, and some you know systems thinking is necessary at time. And there's other other times that we need to have somebody who watch and warn, right? Because, hey, this happened. And that, so all these team members are important. But I think that the uh, exerting a getting to the point where uh, we have a collective conscience of um, in regards to what's important and how we are going to behave allows us the opportunity to seize the future and use our talents as we do in that. And again, that requires a lot of thinking, collective thinking, because everybody needs to be able to to understand what is happening, uh, accept how can this be useful, and also transcend from where they are to uh, to some place that is different where we can use the collective gifts of everyone. That's not yeah. that's not easy. That's yeah. not easy. It requires time. Yeah, and. I'm going to say that the characteristic that's required for that, especially as you're talking about developing a culture, is respect. Yeah, Stephen Covey, we both studied studied with him, uh, said that we can agree to disagree agreeably, and and I, I don't know that we do this very often. I, I hate to to bring up uh, social media, but I'm going to. No one no, agrees no. on anything. <laughs> it's like everybody hates everyone there, Lugo. And it's like, mm. man, how can we, uh, you know, how, how can we live this way? Uh, I, I shut it off most of the time because I can't deal with it anymore. You know, I, I, I'm saying I, just the other day, well, this, this morning I posted something and someone uh, was uh, being cynical and uh, posted something that was really negative and disrespectful. And I, I'm thinking, you know, that was not my intent. My intent was to just to make a statement not to argue with anybody, not to fight with anybody, but now these people want to fight. And, and I know that's just, uh, that's what we're dealing with, in, especially in our country, probably, I guess, in the whole world, but especially, uh, particularly on our teams, I think it's going to behoove us to develop a culture that we can be respectful. We can be honest, we can uh, say what we want to say, but we can do it respectfully without of hurting anybody and and I don't want to say hurting anybody's feelings because I'm not so concerned about that because I've had my feelings hurt plenty of times but a lot of times it was valuable because it was the person was telling me the, the truth I can deal with that you know but uh, but respect I we've lost all respect Lugo you know you were telling me earlier or yesterday or last week about uh, your son having his first job and saying, well, I don't have to stand up for anybody that walks in my office. No, so well, somebody's going to tell him that, right? And, and he needs to stand up regardless of what other people tell him yes, not to stand up. Yes. You know, and that's just the way, that's how we uh, show respect. You know, mm -hmm. the youngsters don't understand that, possibly because uh, the parents have not uh, modeled it enough, possibly because they don't want to, you know, they see stuff on the social media and, and the news that says, uh, you don't have to do anything. Well, sure. You don't have to, but there are uh, consequences to that. So yeah. like the, like your, uh, your son. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I guess I, I do expect him to stand up when I walk into the room. 
I do. Mm-hmm. And, and particularly because I know you and I know that you've taught him that. So, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, a lot of times uh, people, will, youngsters will say, well, you know, they don't want me to, we want to be friends. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. We're teammates. We're, uh, you know, we, we have a, a different relationship, a professional relationship. We don't want to be friends. We don't want to be buds. So, uh, so anyway, I, I think as we develop this culture where all of us work together, it, it requires honesty. I know, I know I don't want people to let me fail. Because mm-hmm. that, in fact, when we finished the uh, yes, excuse me, last week, that's what uh, I ended up saying. We ended up agreeing that the enemy is failure. We don't want to go there. We don't. We will not fail. So how do we ensure that we don't fail? Well, we achieve the things that we're not supposed to to see that future uh, come to fruition, and do it respectfully so that we don't kill each other. Mm. So in regards to your point on respect, so this is in uh, that word is confused. Right, uh, it's uh, it's its meaning is twisted, and and probably because we don't we don't see a lot of that, and probably that's the reason why we don't recognize what that means. And in regards to team behaviors, we confuse that with being nice, right? To yeah. getting people and stuff right. like that, which is the which is typical of a norming stage of a, you know of the forming stage, forming stage of team development it means everybody's nice everybody kind of look at their boundaries and they stay within those boundaries cards very close to see kind of watch out what's the game of this person and the other and then when we see that and we people believe to believe that we are being respectful that's not that's not what it means and so when we assume that type of behavior and we think we're we just don't progress the team doesn't 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 get creative because it's really to be creative to accomplish things find problem solving is going to require a lot of debate and and this is just debate to understand uh, and i'm not talking i'm debating you we're debating about the idea right about the concept so we can explore it dissect it and see where can we do better or how can we make this better that's what we're talking about the the issue of Respect is it comes from an innate understanding that you and I are human beings created in this world uh, with dignity, right? And so that me and, and some some gifts that may not be completely evident to me. So that means that you and I, when we get to the table to discuss issues, I I need to 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 just delay biased in my thinking, delay judgment, and then listen first, you know, uh, seek understanding on, as to what is it that you're trying to do, what you're trying to say, and then understanding of the situation, and then do the, the critical, the, the two critical questions, right? And why are we here and who, or where we are, how do we get here? And then from there, go to the two strategic questions, right? Uh, where do we want to go? How do we get there? Where's the gap? And so that that's required and that happens when there is respect and it's kind of a form of acceptance uh, and uh, a form of idea that when we are together, we have the best interest of each other in mind. That is not well practiced. By the way, when you mentioned about uh, social media, I, I think it's just like in teams. Uh, in, in teams, you, you sometimes you have an organization saying, uh, and you know, sometimes the 
a flight, a, a, a one of the section chiefs will come to you and say, well, you know what? Everybody feels that way. And when you start looking, it's really like three or four people that feel that way. And the rest of the organization don't care. Or right. they're like, you know what? We want to go this way, but but these people are very loud. And so I believe, you know, in the Pareto principle, the Pareto principle says 20% of the activities produce 80% of the results, 20% of your carpet gets 80% of the use and so on. So what happens in, in your organization is you have 80% of the organization does not feel like this. And so when you look at, for example, social media and stuff like that, 20% of the people, may actually probably even less than that. I, I have not done any studies to really uh, confirm the exact number, but I, I, I could bet that, that a very little amount of people feel this way and it's just like it happens in every team and whatever and and the 80 percent of the organization 80 percent of those people in there uh feel differently and why is that want well, something that promotes that is anonymity anonymity because if you if you had to sign with your name you would think different about what you say indeed indeed uh and you're right we don't do that anymore well speaking of signing i guess it's time to sign off sign off all right. You have a great right. week. Uh, stay too, warm Chief. and dry or wet or whatever you're supposed to, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you. Right. We'll see you again soon. All right. We'll see you soon. Adios. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and helped you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, Find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>